This is BayCare Health Chat, another podcast from BayCare Health System. Welcome to BayCare Health Chat. I'm Deborah Howell, and I invite you to listen as we talk about how to stay active while working at home and share some at-home exercise tips so you can stay motivated. I'm joined today by Dr. Fred Brennan, Jr., a family and sports medicine physician here at BayCare. Dr. Brennan, it is a true pleasure to have you with us today. Thanks, Deborah. Great to be here. I appreciate the invitation. So I understand you're one of the team physicians for the NFL Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the MLB Toronto Blue Jays, and you also enjoy skiing and running in triathlons yourself, so you know a thing or two about the importance of staying fit, right? Well, you know, it's always been something in my life that I've always really made a priority. I think that for me, honestly, when I get out of shape, which we all do at times, I just don't feel well. So, yes, I've always sort of made it a priority to to stay fit and try to maintain wellness that way. Understand. Can you kindly give us some tips to stay motivated while we're working from home or caring for children at home? You know, it's tricky. I think one of the big tips I can have for people to to stay motivated and exercise is really make it a priority. I mean, look at your schedule ahead of time for the entire week and, and look for those small blocks of time that you can get even 15 to 25 minutes of activity and, you know, really have to make it a priority and say, this is my time that I need to get a little bit of exercise in for my mental health as well as my physical health. And I, I think if you set your mind to it and say, for example, okay, I'm going to get up at six in the morning, have my clothes set out for me, my sneakers, and then go for a walk, 20 minutes. That's my time. Yeah. And if you make it a priority, it usually happens. I agree 100%. And as you said, it's so important for the mental health as well as the physical. How can we avoid unrealistic expectations? The guidelines say that we really should try to get in 150 minutes a week of physical activity, whether it's walking or cycling or even just doing yard work counts. And I think not to beat ourselves up, there are going to be weeks that you're at home and you've just got a really hectic schedule with your kids' soccer schedules or your work schedule. And just set some goals, look at the week ahead of time, but don't beat yourself up for some reason that particular week looks like a bad week and you're only going to get in maybe 20 minutes a couple times that week. I think what you'll find out is that once you really make it a priority and you enjoy doing it, that you'll actually feel bad if you don't, but don't beat yourself up. Understand that there's going to be some weeks that you're not going to meet those goals and just understand that you'll get better the next week. Agree 100%. Now, some people have found success by recruiting a family member or friend if they're having trouble staying motivated. Have you seen this work? Yeah, no, it's a great idea. I think the people who have the most success with staying active and making exercise like a priority usually have a family member, whether it's a son, daughter, or husband, wife, or just a neighborhood friend. Because we all know there are some days it's hot or it's cold or it's raining, or the reality is I just don't feel like working out today. And by having your friend or your spouse say, no, 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 we're not skipping out today. Let's go. Put on your shoes. We're going to go for a walk around the neighborhood. And I think it does help tremendously to have a family member or friend that will help you stay motivated. Even if that family member is a dog or a cat, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, dogs <laughs> love to go for walks. and that's uh, and they <laughs> Which brings us to, you know, talking about a little bit more specifically the different types of at-home exercises you can do. And I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, it really depends on what you have at home. It's a variety of things, right? Some people have treadmills at home, which ends up just being a clothesline for some of us and <laughs> hang our wet clothes, right? Some people have home gyms. Some people have a stationary bike and, uh, and other folks just don't have anything. 
And for those that don't have anything at all, just because of space or resources, if there are steps, going up and down steps is enough to get some exercise. It's not that exciting, but it definitely gives you some exercise. There's some things called wall slides where you can just lean up against the wall and with wearing a a t-shirt or something, you can literally lower yourself down into like a squat position Mm -hmm. and slide down. And then you just hold that position for about 15 to 30 seconds. And if you ever tried it, your legs will feel that burning sensation pretty quickly, (laughs) right? Great for skiing, right? Oh, absolutely, yes. And then you just push yourself back up when you start to fatigue. So that's a great exercise. And and then people sometimes can do push-ups. And if you can't do a full push-up, then you can get on your knees and do some push-ups on your knees, which are fine. And and other core strengthening things like planks and bridges that you can look up online and Google what they are and see videos of, of some very simple core strengthening exercises that are easy to do at home. They don't take up a lot of space. I guess it's important to kind of just change it up every day so you don't dread it. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I found for me personally, if I don't change it up a little bit after a week or two, I'll get bored. So yeah, and I think that's again where a friend or a family member can help spice it up a little bit. Say, I don't want to do those today. Let's do this for exercise at home instead. Let's just do some push-ups or some jumping jacks or let's just do some in-place squats or some lunges or you know what, just going to go up and down the stairs for 10 minutes is boring, but we can do it together. Yeah, exactly. I've found pickleball to be very motivating because it's just so fun. So if you can find something fun, that's just going to really make you motivated for sure. Yes, absolutely. If it's not fun, you'll stop. You're right. And so variety and keeping it fun is really, it's not supposed to be a chore. It's not supposed to be work. It's supposed to be fun and it's supposed to be meant to keep you physically and mentally sort of sharp and, and feeling good. Yeah. And your own body weight can be your equipment, correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. You don't really need any weights. I remember when I was uh, doing my training out in Ohio, I went through a, a real extensive body workout with the head athletic trainer at the University of Toledo, and I've never been so sore afterwards <laughs> just from body weight exercises. Yeah, yeah. So you don't need the equipment. You just need enough room for your body, and you can get a great workout. What other things are you talking about to uh, patients and athletes? Are, are you very much into the preventive and stretching regimen? It really depends on how motivated they are. And we have a family medicine residency program here as well as a sports medicine fellowship. And and we really promote the whole concept of exercise as medicine. And there are folks that really believe that when we say exercise, we mean training for like a 5K or going for a 20-mile bike ride. And we try to tell people it's not that. We just want to get you moving. And we really want to get moving and, and exercise, but just being active. And I don't expect you to run a marathon, but please get up and move. And it's so important for your health for prevention, but it's also a good treatment for things like hypertension and diabetes. And we often forget how important that is for those diseases, for prevention and for treatment. And for our joints as well. I mean, if you drop 30, 40 pounds, that's going to make a difference on your knees and your hips and ankles. Yes. Unfortunately, there's a perception out there, wives' tales, that, for example, running causes arthritis in your knees and your hips can't do that. And it's actually been found not to be true at all. What really is the number one thing that gets people to become arthritic as we get older, unfortunately, is exactly right, is carrying that extra weight. And there have been studies that have shown that even 10 pounds of weight loss will substantially decrease people's pain from arthritis. So you're right, carrying that extra weight is not in the long term great for your joints and it's going to contribute to developing osteoarthritis. And anything you can do to keep the weight down or even lose 10 pounds will help with arthritic pain. Arthritic pain and self-image as well. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Well, I have to tell you, it's been a pleasure. Is there anything else you'd like to add to our conversation today? No, I think that's it. I I appreciate it. And again, I think, as we mentioned early on, I think getting to the point where you actually crave the exercise or being active or going for that walk with a friend or doing some things just around the neighborhood, you don't have to go to the gym. Once you get to that point, which will probably take most people about two to four weeks to get to the point where they they miss that walk or they miss doing those exercises at home, I think that's when you're in a good place because your body will crave it. You'll say, geez, I really need to go for that walk. I know it's raining. I'm just going to put on a raincoat and (laughs) go for a walk around the neighborhood. I hear you, and I agree with you 100%. I'm not good to be around if I don't get my exercise in today. (laughs) But like you said, (laughs) I'm not going to beat up on myself about that. It's been really enlightening and fun having you. Thanks for all the insight you've given us today, Dr. Brennan. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me, and uh, yeah, good talking to you as well. That wraps up this episode of BayCare Health Chat. Head on over to our website at baycare.org for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. Always remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other BayCare podcasts so we can share the wealth of information from our experts together. This is Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.